Hi, I'm Marilyn, and I want to welcome you today to Exposing Grief. When we expose anything, it becomes less threatening. To expose loss and grief will provide us with some emotional control. In 2020, we laid the foundation for these conversations. Over 12 episodes, we explained how loss and grief can and does occur at any age or any stage in life. You can go back and listen to those foundational podcast episodes, or you can begin listening today as part of your personal journey to be more emotionally and mentally healthy. This journey is personal. You cannot force or coerce anyone to be more healthy, whether physically or mentally. A person has to want to do all the hard work in order to see results. You can be an encouragement. As a friend, you can let them know that they can be successful. The aspect of loss and grief that we want to consider today is comfort and closure. I do not believe they are the same. Comfort starts with the support of others who sympathize and empathize with the feelings of loss and grief you are going through. Often these supporters talk with you and encourage you that what you are feeling is natural especially for anyone in the circumstances you are facing. Sometimes they even let you know that someday, with time, the pain, physical and emotional, will improve. They don't offer a time frame, but explain that the experience of others indicates that there is an end to what you are currently feeling emotionally. There are also some things you can do to comfort yourself. You can remember the happy times you had with the person. Memories of fun and even laughter help to counterbalance some of the negative responses you may be temporarily going through. Also, try to think of what the deceased person would want you to do. Would they want you to keep living or to stop living? Usually the person no longer alive would want you to live on. Sometimes we can also think of ways to honor the memory of the one that we have lost. Do you really think the person you have lost would want you to make a shrine to them? Most people do not want that kind of attention. If what you want to do would embarrass the person if they were still alive, then it's probably not a good idea for you to honor them in that way. Closure is quite different and more complex. Many times a funeral or memorial service can help to begin the closure process. You have said your goodbyes and others have had a chance to explain how their lives were impacted by the deceased. You begin to accept the reality of the situation. Then there are times when it feels like nothing will bring closure, as in the case of an accident or other tragedy that caused the demise of the deceased. In those situations, it seems that our minds want to find someone to blame or to take responsibility for the death of our loved one. If we find that someone to blame or take responsibility, then there is a false belief that that will bring closure. Hoping that blame or responsibility will bring closure only delays a very difficult process. No one can reverse what you are suffering. The biggest hurdle is to get through to the other side of all the pain and even confusion you are currently feeling. No matter how much money a person receives, or even how much blame or responsibility someone else takes or accepts, closure has to come from within. Each person has to come to the point where they accept the loss, is willing to make the loss a part of their emotional history, and then begin to think of the future. 
Yes, the future will look and even feel differently. But thinking about it helps you to move past the enormous grief you may be experiencing. Comfort and closure are what we each hope for as we work through our battle with grief. Awareness that these will come eventually helps us to face each day. These conversations about loss, grief, and emotional well-being are necessary and perhaps well overdue. Be a part of these important conversations. I want to thank you so much for joining me today. I hope to visit with you next time on Exposing Grief.